Yo, 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 what's going on? Episode 36, back at it again with the Mixing Pot Podcast. It's your boy Drewski here with Chef Tariq. Gang, what's up? And um, our special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely, I am simply hold Sarah. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was, no, I was actually going to say something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you even introduce yourself. Kayla's not here, y'all. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. Kayla's not here, all right? Kayla is sick today. So, Kay- yeah, Kayla... <laughs> She's not here. So, um, yeah, it's, it's me, Tariq, and our, our lovely special guest. I should have introduced it differently. Um, Tariq, how are you? I'm fine. <laughs> and for our lovely guest... Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> He didn't want to mansplain me, y'all. It's okay. Yes, like what? <laughs> Come on. Uh, my name is Sarah Lopes. I go by simply Sarah. I wear a couple of different hats in the community. Um, Providence born and Providence bred. Yeah. Uh, Cape Verdean lineage. Shout out to all my Cape Verdeans out there. Uh, proudly African American too, and proudly African. Definitely one of those Cape Verdeans that identify as African. Um, and I'm a proud mom, an entrepreneur, a consultant. Um, like I said, everything. I wear a lot of hats. She yeah. does everything. I'm Kate Verdian. You're supposed to do a lot of things. That's the applause. Welcome. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you for having me. No. And it was Drew's idea. So yeah, like this what is, is me. What was Drew's idea? I had I had Zay on last week. We want me to do. I already had someone pe- penciled in. Like because Zay was flaky. That's my family, y'all. It is. <laughs> I understand. It's okay. Like she's here now. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, that's besides the point. We are going to... <laughs> I can feel you just eyeing me on the side, Tariq. Anyway, we are going to be getting into our drink of the day. Um, we have a wonderful drink for you today, and I am hoping to redeem myself from sex in the driveway. That was a long time ago. I mean, you've had plenty of other drinks. I mean, I did hit knock it out the park with those Pisco Sours, though. Yeah, that shit was fire. Yeah, those are pretty good. Um, Where are you getting your recipes from? We just look them up. It's like now nah, I'm lying. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd be concerned. <laughs> I, I think we get them offline. I think that's Sec- just the one I just remember because that was just the worst of all. <laughs> so. Nah, so I made this wonderful drink. Like they just <laughs> are lying on me right now, and it was called like it was a, it was a remix to Sex on the Beach, and it was Sex in the Driveway because sometimes like you just can't wait. To get in the house, so you just got to do it in the driveway. You feel me? So like, it was an you inspirational. You know that brings bad luck to your car, right? You never heard that. Mm-mm. If you have sex in the car. Mm-hmm. Why are you pointing at Especially me? Especially the unsanctified type. Mm-hmm. With some spirit you ain't even get I, to know I'm, yet. No I'm, I'm here for the Lord. I don't look at me. We're looking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> What we're going to be making is a beautiful, beautiful um, Caribbean rum punch. That's, that's pretty much what it is. Um, I have the Haitian Bavancourt um, rum that we had from a couple shows before. I also have some Bacardi, some white rum. So that's going to be also utilized in, within this drink. Also is paired with orange juice, a little bit of lime juice, some cherry grenadine, and uh, maraschino cherries. So I'm going to get up and show you guys... Get to, <laughs> Get to it. Get to it. All right. Well, well, Naz, 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 make sure you get him doing his, his 
drink right now, you know, because you know, why are you? You good so much there? pressure he's putting on himself. You, you good there? Like, yeah, man, yeah, man. I haven't done this shit since school, bro. All right, bro. You make drinks like all the time on here. All right. So what we're gonna start off with is we have our shaker filled with ice already. Because we want our drink nice and cool, you know what I mean? We don't want no hot-ass drink. Who's drinking hot-ass drinks out here? Come on. Like, let's get with it. Anyway, so we're going to start off with our shaker. Going to take our little, our orange juice. No pull. Not at all. Anyway, we're going <laughs> to... Are you over gonna, there branding the Price Right orange juice? Yeah, we got to. That's not even pressure. Yo, she getting our sponsors mixed up. That's crazy. <laughs> So what's it called? We're gonna take one and one half, and we're gonna just measure it to the top. All right, always measure it to the top. That's what my my lovely friends here on the mixing pot. That's podcast not to me. the top, but go ahead. All right, we're gonna take one of those, and then we're gonna take the lime juice, and we are going to take one half, one half. Everybody, just remember it's one half. Not one whole, one half. Take that, fill it to the top with lime juice. Oh yeah. This is gonna taste like wonderful. I already know this is gonna be like the best drink ever. We're gonna be like sex in the driveway, who? What? Exactly. Then take your cherry grenadine. This is this is the magic right here. If you guys haven't seen all of my drinks that I ever make on this show, it always has grenadine on it. Why? Because I'm on the verge of being a diabetic. This is all, <laughs> this is all I, I love. I love grenadine, especially with the Shirley Temples. Remember the Shirley's? Shirley's Dirty, dirty Shirley's that I made? Those were fire. You make, that's what I was like. Drew will be doing? issuing a public no apology to all diabetics <laughs> later. FYI. I will. I will. I will. Thank you. It's okay. Go ahead, Vex. I don't want to be canceled. Don't cancel us, please. Anyway, they, they're going to put you on up. pause for half a day. Dead ass. We're going to put that in there. All right. So now what we have in here is the lime juice. We have the orange juice. We have our grenadine. And now we're going to put our liquor. The best part, right? Now some people like a little liquor. Some people like a lot. You know what I mean? It just depends on your preference. So for me today... I'm going to go a little heavy-handed, you feel me? Because it's been a long week. It's, it's hump day. You know, we had to handle work Monday, Tuesday. We got to Wednesday. Now it's your time to, like, kind of let, let just take a chill off. You feel me? Friday's almost here. The day after tomorrow, you'll be chilling. So, like, I mean, my week, little... my week starts tomorrow, so, I know. basically. <laughs> but you're going to want to just fill that up to the top. Did he say he was going hard and he did a half a shot? <laughs> Why'd you pour on the half side? Why don't you just pour it? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. This is who's made Drew would piss off every Cape Verdean right now with that little. <laughs> Look, we're gonna take our Babancourt after we're done with the Bacardi. He went one ounce and this? poured it twice. No, I have not. Is it a spiced rum or it's just a dark rum? Uh, no, no, it's just it's just, just dark. dark rum. All right, you're gonna you're gonna just just to not piss off the Cape Verdeans. It's just one ounce. Thank it's for you. my Cape Verdeans. Yeah, one ounce. Put it in there. Haitian rum for my Cape Verdeans. Yeah, pretty rough, pretty what? 
Wait, no. Did we skip the pineapple juice, or am no, I skipping? Or I'm in my business. Okay. Lord, please let that. Sh- yep. There we go. Yes. This shit. This is not a skip. That's that's that. That's how you shake. Oh yeah, you gotta do it like right. Get that in there. All right. We got our cup of ice. Boom. Not the whole transference of ice. With the water. Uh, with too. the water. <laughs> the melting water. Yep. I'm gonna pour that right in there. Oh my goodness, look at the color on her. She's just beautiful. She's just beautiful. Alright. After that, I'm gonna get you a nice little Dole can of pineapple juice. Don't get any other brand but Dole. If you get any other brand, you're nasty. The drink's gonna come out horrible. All right? You're just gonna get that right in there. Oh my goodness, just do half the can. (laughs) Why are you yelling? (laughs) All right, and then for garnish, we top it off with our maraschino cherries. Put a couple of cherries, cause I I like cherries, so you feel me? Like, put a couple in there. Three cherries, Jesus. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Caribbean rum punch. I hope you enjoy. Drink responsibly. Where's yours? Mine's is right here. All right, are we tasting this? Yeah, it tastes like shit. Cheers, guys. We waited to drink this so that we could have an authentic reaction. The top layer was just the ice melted. So I didn't, I didn't, didn't want to judge you off of like flavored water. <laughs> what do you guys think? Honestly, honest bad. opinions. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, it could be better, right? There's room for improvement, right? Is it the greatest rum punch that I had? No. Is it the worst? No. Is it better than Sex and Drop? Yes. Because oh, I. That's I, all I need to hear. Cause I, I don't have I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have a heartburn after this so I'm dead. He, <laughs> nah, I think personally the best drinks that I ever had on this show was the supercharged uh, mango yuzu lemonade, no. bro. That shit was popping. Oh, no, not at all. That shit was. I spent good money on those. I think he bought those the same day after uh, the uh, holiday event last year when the dude threw the food down in front of me and I was there. And like I came, I texted him right after said I got a story for y'all, and I came here ch- extra charged up while we was drinking yeah. those. So oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> nah, but we were. Uh, I remember the other time too when we were at the event at um, over at Alchemy, and that dude, the oh white yeah, dude, the dude passed out, passed right out, in front and of he was us. like, "My neck, don't touch me." Da 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 da. You remember that? I plead the fifth. Uh, One, two, <laughs> three, four. You do remember that fifth. <laughs> Yeah, we have some interesting characters in this city. That's um, a fact. But wherever there's humans, there's always those kind of things happening. And so I really try to... Um, I work in education. Mm-hmm. I've worked in education over 15 years. And one of the most powerful things that I learned was like the power of silence. Because mm-hmm. uh, I grew up in a yelling family. 
and I thought that was powerful. Um, but when I went to work in kindergarten, I remember a teacher just teaching me like just observe stupidity with silence and watch it resolve itself. So like literally, when like someone does something stupid, you just you just yeah, just stare at them. I do that all the time though. Yeah, I think that's healing for everybody. I mean, it does make you sit back and realize like, well, I'm I'm probably fucking up right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. especially to a little kid too. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Well, adults well, are, big, that or, are big kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that is very true. And there's still some real big kids out here that Absolutely. are even older than us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um. So let's go back to the rum punch. Yeah. How did you like it? I'm a complete island girl from Rhode Island to Cape Verde Islands to shout out to the Virgin Islands. Uh, I had the pleasure of being there for a little while. So I actually make a five rum blend called mm-hmm. Cruisin Confusion because uh, Cruisin rum is one of the oldest rums in the world. Okay. But rum punch is so important to Caribbean cultures and I think cultures just in general that everybody has their own version. So I just wanted to tell you there's no one absolute way of making, making rum, rum punch. punch. Yeah, everybody has their own. Uh, what I actually have found through my own observation is that island folk appreciate coconut a little bit more than maybe stateside people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, that's the one thing I would have added to this is some kind of coconut. coconut. Honestly, the fact that you're you're using the babin core instead of going out to get another one. Hey, using what we got. So now you got your own recipe, basically. Yeah, but we should put some. Some coconut or something. coconut could be controversial. Some people really don't get down with coconut. You should take a poll of your audience and find out who does coconut and who doesn't. That's a fact. Because uh, it, could, it could make a, it could make a huh? break. Coconut? <coughs> I like it. And there's a couple of other flavors that could show up in Rum Punch. Passion fruit, mango. Yeah, mango, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, are definitely mango, staples. Yuzu. Mangoes, yuzu, supercharged lemonade. You, you just want, okay. All right. <laughs> And then garnishing with lichis <laughs> instead of mm, cherries. Lychee is good. It's a very Caribbean thing to do. So Word. I love a good rum punch. All right. Okay. So thank you for that. And, and thank you for the rum punch. No problem. Um, with that being said, let's get into our weekends, everybody. Um, it was a good weekend, I feel, for everyone. Tariq, you celebrated your birthday this past weekend, correct? Yes, I did. It's your birthday. It was my birthday. Everybody sing happy birthday on three. Who's counting today? That's crazy. That none of you guys started counting. No one in the studio started counting. That's anyway, okay. Tariq. Put a bang. Happy, happy birthday, Tariq. <laughs> Did you guys hear the new happy birthday version? No. No. I was, I was yeah, there's like a new black happy birthday yeah, tradition right, so happening, y'all. I, so I heard a version. It, so Friday, so me and my officially new girlfriend, Tiana, we went to. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. What do you say? What do you say? I'm finding out so much right now, y'all. Yes, we our hotel was in Inglewood, uh, Jersey. So. Whoa, he was in Jersey too. What? Yeah, you're supposed Wait, to be there. What? So. Yeah, we went. We was on a G Dub and everything. So. Um. <laughs> 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 I know, I know, I know. What you meant not to. Um, no, but Steve. yeah, who's that? <laughs> they don't care. He 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 be more hugged than Andrew. <laughs> Who? What? Nothing. <laughs> um, no, but we was at Applebee's Friday night just because like I was just get something quick to eat, whatever. And there was someone's birthday, and they started doing it. I turned to them. I said. 
Don't tell them it's my birthday because I don't want that. <laughs> I was like, so I wait, is it on. is the new happy birthday like happy birthday? No, no. that's is remix. Now. A new tune. Yeah, it will be a clapping yeah. doing a. I forgot what they said. It's like why a Cupid not, shuffle of happy why, birthday. Okay, where was the black newsletter for this? Like, why did why it's did a lot I not happening get that? like that? Like, did you guys hear about the Water Country redo and everybody's pissed off about it? Water Country's getting get a makeover. What is the song? Sing it. I'm from New Jersey. What a country, what a country. We went to Waterways, so. Yeah, so there's just a lot of things being redone right now in the world, and there's some things that should be redone. There's some things that should just be left alone, you know? You know what I think should be a worldwide thing like they have in New Jersey? Pumping your gas. Yes. shouldn't have to get out of your car. I love that. I don't know how Jersey affords that, but I wish they would tell the rest of the states. You saw my story today? I don't like that. You saw my story with the dude? In Jersey, he was trying to get out of his car, and the Indian dude like shut his door mad quick, and he pointed, and it said "full service." And all of a sudden, he turned into the uh, oh, yeah. dad from Coming to America. Yeah, that, that shit had me dead, bro. No, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't, don't touch my car. Don't touch my car. I want to do my own gas. I'm all petty. for it. I'm all for it. That's petty, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like they're out here, especially during the winter time, bro. In Jersey, oh my god, you be thinking. Oh my First of all, goodness. I wouldn't want to work at a full service. Yeah, in the wintertime, I never pump more than $10. It's too cold. Nah, I'd be out there. They'd be like, how much you want? I'd be like... I'd actually tw- drive to Jersey to go get gas. <laughs> 20, 20 regular cash. That's all you tell them. 20 regular mm-hmm. cash. And then you hand them that 20 after they're done pumping your gas, and then you go on your way. That's it. I'm dead. 20 regular cash. No, but yeah, <laughs> we, was, we went to Applebee's Friday, and then Saturday on my birthday, uh, we went to this like Dominican like diner spot. It was pretty good. Um, and then we went to the Red Sox Yankees game at Yankee Stadium. Seats, really good seats. We killed the Yankees eight to one. I was so happy. This kid went to a Boston game in New York. I was so out. happy. And then we sat literally around like a bunch of Red Sox fans. So we just went in. We were just all having a blast. Oh, like yeah. it, it was a whole game. No. And then there was this. So we were in like the bleacher seats in the home run section, and like. There was literally this one girl at the end of the at someone's row, wherever she even was sitting at. No one even knew where she came from. This one dude that was wearing a Red Sox hat was hyped, and he's chanting. This white girl goes, "Sit down, Sue, sit down now!" Like ready to like cry, <laughs> whatever. We're like, oh, we seen no. this. And it was Who like, the fuck is you? We seen that. He's like, oh no, nah, we're all hyping it up now. So everyone's standing up, freaking. <laughs> everyone's going crazy. Like she's over here, still screaming. At, Screaming at us, like, ready to cry her eyes out. Nose hella red. Just, like, yo. So my son uh, cracked a joke with me. I hope he's the original writer of this. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Oh, boy. He said, what do you call a fast Karen? What? Racist. Jesus. <laughs> Please Bro, the if you came up with that, that is intelligent. Please hit the AO button. <laughs> that is funny. Please hit the AO button. I like that. <laughs> That's a good joke, though. Nah, you... Okay. Not to be on the the racist-type vibe now, but, like... (laughs) He caught a vibe. (laughs) Literally. So, me and Kiana, right before the show, right, we were literally walked around the corner when I was getting all the juice and stuff, and we went to Aldi's. We're standing in line, and there's this dude, black dude, in front of me, right? And in front of the black dude was this white lady, and she was, like, in all scrubs, older lady, literally a Karen, straight up. Bro, I'm looking at the white lady the whole time, bro. She, the dude, the black dude literally had just fruit in his hand. He had like strawberries, raspberries, and blueberries. Literally, that's all. Just three things. 
and he literally sat them on the edge of the, the conveyor belt. Like, he didn't even put it on where the shit was moving yet. Shorty already had her bar down and everything and was, like, looking at him, like, staring at him mad hard. So I looked at Kiana. I was like, look at her. She racist as hell. I said it mad loud, too, right? So then she, everybody, like, turned, like, you know when people hear some shit, they'll, like, do like that, but they won't fully, like. <laughs> so, like, I bet she heard that shit. And then Kiana was like, I hope she heard you, too. Like, mad loud. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that shit had me dead. But I'm just like, bro, like, what? You, what is this man possibly gonna do to you, woman? Like, we are in a public place. He is not gonna steal your groceries yeah. off the fucking conveyor belt. Like, are you serious right now? Are you serious right now, <laughs> bro? It's shit like that. But you know, racism isn't cool. You guys shouldn't be racist. That's the message of the day. Optimism. Pass it on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, nah, the game was fun. Uh, then we went to the seafood boil spot, which was honestly fire. Like, it was really good. Um, we went back to the hotel, kind of chilled for the rest of the day. Went to the pool, hung out. Just, it was a great time. It was just nice, relaxing birthday. Um, we got back Sunday, and then, you know, I kind of just been at it already. Just getting ready for this weekend at Red Lounge. Uh, I have a wedding reception I'm doing on Saturday, and then I had a... a at a birthday I did today, it was just charcuterie board, so I had to get that done today and stuff like that. So, just getting back into it, so that's all. Good nice. Uh, Wishing you a year of prosperity. Thank you. How was, your, how was your weekend? My weekends are quieter right now, um, but I was able to just get out. I spend a lot of time on the walking bridge downtown, mm-hmm. uh, just having some outdoors time. Uh, weekend is really a time I just center myself and try to be still. <laughs> Uh, I want to say last weekend I went to Ken's Rum Block, block Party as mm-hmm. well, too. Um, so I had a pretty decent That was weekend. downtown? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ken's Block Party. Kim. Kim. Kim's. Kim. K-I-N. Ken we, Restaurant. Remember when we went there last year, the seafood, uh, the soul food black spot? Remember they took Mal along with our food? Oh, yeah. It's across the street from URI's. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. I know where building. we are. They had a block party, though? Mm-hmm. It was lit? Yeah. Did y'all do the uh, uh, like the new happy birthday over there? Was anybody <laughs> celebrating their birthday? I definitely didn't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the new I, happy birthday? I though? went for the run. No, I I'm the same. I'm the kind of person that doesn't listen to anything past like. Mary. Name of this episode is New Black Happy Birthday. <laughs> Literally, that's yeah. the only thing that's ringing in my head. But yeah, I don't do a lot of new things at all. Drew. Uh, what did I do this weekend? Paid bills. Um, after I paid bills, oh, uh, we were getting Kiana all set for fashion week in New York, but, nice. um, unfortunately she can't make that anymore because she just got a new job oh, and, uh, that's like interacting with that. So, um, I recently went ahead and just sent out a bunch of my pictures to, uh, a new agency, uh, Maggie agency based in Boston. So hopefully I hear something back from them because they literally put their models on and they just travel for real, for real. So like, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get some like campaigns going or something like that with Nike, Adidas, all that good stuff. Um, Still got a shoot coming up with Kayla on the second. I just got, I'm just plotting. I'm in my like mastermind phase right now with the modeling and, and still waiting for the acting to come through because once that strike stops, it's a fucking gold rush. Like, for sure parts and everything so like just just wait for it it's it's coming bro like boston casting be sending me like 
emails about parts and stuff. I'm like, I'm not touching any of this. Bro, you, you seen... I'm you, not touching You want to know right what now. I seen uh, last night, actually, right before I went to bed? Fucking, they had the preview of Good Burger 2 for Paramount+. Plus. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I was really? just like, damn, they they made that movie quick as hell, bro. Because they, yeah. they, they left in June, didn't they? They left out uh, yeah. North Prov in they June. They were in and out. And now they're talking about the movie is dropping like first week of September, I believe. They were. In, I love when people work proficiently. Yeah, they, yeah, especially with a film though too. I mean, that's a lot of work. Because usually, yeah, that's a lot of work, and then it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of editing, and a lot of people got to get paid. A lot of stuff has to go down for a movie to go off into the box office and be successful. So, but Absolutely. this is going straight to Paramount Plus. So I yeah. think it's different when it goes from. Sh- straight filming to straight streaming instead of like the silver screen type shit makes sense yeah but i mean yeah that's that's pretty much what i'm on i'm on my plotting stage right now i'm trying to um get some more photo shoots going second human um themes and and stuff like that to add to the uh portfolio and whatnot but yeah oh and also um i got in contact with a designer who wants me to model for him in may for the you know the fashion show i do every year and um you uh what is that Matt, mass yeah what mass art mass art yeah i'm bugging out mass art um he wanted me to do a fitting for him for a couple of fits he wants me to do a showing he wants me to do the showcase and then the actual like runway show so nice it's gonna be cool Back i'm learning so art. much about you yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome that's, that's what i'm into the the modeling and the acting and stuff that's that's what i'm trying to do back in Jersey where I'm actually from they're building the um Netflix headquarters oh and uh yeah they're gonna have like a, just a bunch of filming uh studios and stuff out there so I'm like yo if there's a time to become an actor and get that Netflix money now's the chance like what's a better sign than that well, being almost in your hometown like what well, that's well, crazy so that's well, awesome well now it's not because uh, everything is I mean yeah but, but like you know. Tyler Perry's still giving out parts you know we in there yeah blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> he said we safe that uh tyler gonna hook us up for real but um yeah that was that was my weekend in a nutshell um let's let's go ahead and and get into the word of the day all right well ladies and gentlemen the word of the day today is confit okay all right confit uh french word for preserved which is basically meat that's cooked in its own fat um and literally the only real example is duck duck confit is like the biggest confit ever basically that's the best one ever the best Say the one. definition again confit. so it's basically uh the french ter- the french it's a french term it's uh preserved basically so it's, it's preserve it's cooked in its own fat um so like you would basically have like some duck fat and put oh. your duck in and you kind of like duck breast or duck something breast or something like that you do like if you have um like the saute, like um, like the duck bone-in breast or whatever. Yeah. Like you would basically kind of like boil it, but on like really low for a long time. Yep. Um. That's what I was like. So I don't know if someone came in here or something. Um, so shot it. <laughs> uh yeah. So like you literally just have it low and slow, and then you literally just cool it down in its own fat, basically. So it's literally just fat, just giving it more flavor, break it. And it, what it also does is it kind of breaks it down too, cause you know, it's gonna have, it's gonna be a little tougher. So it breaks it down and you know, shred a little easier if you want it to shred it, or yeah. honestly, just when you cook it, just to be a little tender for, for your guests and stuff like that. Oh, true. Learn um, something new every day, come on feet. Uh, the best thing to do 
Thanksgiving wise around Thanksgiving is to take your turkey, break it down and cook it in duck fat. And literally when you call it in duck fat, that is the best turkey you are ever going to try. I'm telling you right now, I had it at the first time I've ever tried. This was when I was working at a university club downtown in, in Providence and um, around Thanksgiving, right before the pandemic kicked off, uh, they were just confing a bunch of turkeys and it was all in duck fat. And Trevor, he literally was like, have you ever had a confit turkey? And I was like, nah. I've only had duck. And then he was just like, try this. This is the best thing you're ever going to try. And I would, I, I swear, I like, say, I don't even want to. Sounds like something a doctor would not prescribe, but you should do at least one time but, a year. Yeah. Like one yeah. time a year, I would do it. Like break Moderation. down the whole turkey and then confit it. Yeah. Hell yeah. But like, I don't know. It's something different from just the old, every year, just deep frying the turkey or just your oven average roasted. oven roasted turkey. Like, nah, Confit let's turkey. break that shit down. And put it in some duck fat and slow cook that shit. And I guarantee you, everybody will be fucking raving about this Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, confit's like, it's underrated, honestly. Because you don't see it as much unless you're doing it with duck. But like, It's one of those old French techniques. Again, yeah, like old world technique, cooking techniques that no one literally. really practices, but every now and then. Literally. It's, if, if, if you see it, you know what it is. If not, it's like, yeah. you don't know what's going on, basically. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, again, the real main like big one is duck that you confit whatever. So yeah, that's our word of the day for today, guys. Confit. I like that one. You you can confit garlic. So out of all the hats I wear, I definitely don't call myself a chef. I mean, I'm not as bad as like some I know people you I met in college. Yeah, I can I can cook. I just prefer not to. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? So all right, so who cooks? I come from a large tribe. You got the so, kids cooking? No, my my kids get fed well from a lot of different hands. Uh, I come from a large family, so hey, you got it. Yeah, do no you complaints, but yeah, I I love to be responsible for like juice. That that hey, that is part of parenting. Like that is that is a main source of parenting. But my kids honest. come from a strong Jamaican and Cape Verdean lineage, so they eat well, really good. Yeah, regardless, right? Yeah, shout out the Jam Verdeans. <laughs> I love that. All right. Um, so you you good? Oh well, I wanted to talk about like other confit te- techniques, oh. like garlic confit. I know you make garlic. You can make uh, take garlic oil, cook garlic in that. That's usually what they do sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's probably about it. <laughs> you know, I'm really analytical, so I was actually thinking, like, when I was growing up, uh, they used to use lard, right? Mm-hmm. And lard is pork fat. So mm-hmm. making thorazma and lard would be a confit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The French ain't the only ones doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that ass, though. And uh, what's it called? Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's, yeah. But you got to try that turkey confit. Like, no bullshit. I like try, I might try that. That is, don't try. deep fry the turkey. Don't, Steve, don't oven roast the turkey nah, this he, year. He, he, nah, he deep fries don't, it. Don't, don't, you, you, don't, you gonna let him do his thing, Don't deep right? fry it, Steve. Confit that shit. I just came back from Cape Verde, and they grill everything, which I absolutely love. Like, I don't miss fried food when I'm there just because the grill food is really, really, really fresh, and my requirement is that the food is, like, crispy. Oh, my goodness. Didn't you just cheese. come back from Cape Verde, too? Viva Cabo Verde. <laughs> Go home, Tariq. Go home, Go Roger. home, Tariq. 
Go home. Uh, I hope my mother is listening and hearing this part. Anna, send him go home, home. Tariq. No, no, not send me home. Mandel send all of, us, all of us. All get of us. Get your passport. Family trip. Don't just get your passports, y'all. Get your dual citizenship. Act That's like true. act like when Americans are mad at y'all, they say, go back to your country. That and ass. then you don't even have a passport. That ass. Or an See? understanding. See? That ass. Because I'm going to go back to Jersey. <laughs> What's the word on the street? Oh, my God. All right, so <laughs> we gotta do some work, y'all. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction as well, Lil John. Um, Lil John is the uh, intro. My, so the word on my the segment. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yo. Okay. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got it. I'm from Lil John. I got yep. this. Don't say no new names, it would be all right. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna take it back to what we were talking about really last week on uh, the show about this ongoing situation that's going on in Hawaii. Uh, we were talking a lot of shit about it we last met, week. We mentioned it briefly, but then you guys like, oh yeah, he sent seven hundred dollars. That's it. So then, so then I was you know just scrolling on TikTok like I normally am. And I seen a video, and this dude basically was talking about how the Shayru just lies and needs to just stop and actually get their facts right. Basically, was just saying, like, all right, yeah, it's Joe Biden sent seven hundred dollars to each individual person in Maui, but they also had FEMA already sending meals. They had a lot of other things going on that they were sending. And if you didn't actually see his tweets on Twitter and stuff, you would have known it from Shayru because all they put was the first two things from him. So it was like. Oh, yeah, he's not doing nothing. That's it. You sent all this money to Ukraine and stuff like that. But then it was like, you guys didn't see that he's getting Congress to do this or he's getting this done. He's trying to get, he's just trying to get things going. But again, that stuff takes time. But the stuff he has gotten there, it's been, it's been sent over already. So uh, that was just something I sent to the group chat and stuff like that. Just kind of like, no, he is actually trying. So it's not like he's just abandoned them. Mm-hmm. And I seen another video was like, someone was basically like, there's two types of like, disasters is one like it's like um it's like a emergency one and then there's one that's like basically what hawaii is kind of going through with like the fire and stuff like that so there's two type of plans you have to go through whether whether it's whatever they do, they call it oh uh, either one or whatever so i can't remember what vid- what the video was of like how she was breaking it down but it was like different sections to kind of like how he has to go about it basically yeah so I'm super judgmental about ignorant people weighing in on things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, but fuck all and that. And really, the question is, what have we done as individuals? So, I want to shout out my cousin Malik, who is serving in Hawaii currently, oh, wow. as well too, and all those serving on the grounds over there, um, and just wishing prosperity and much uh, health and everything to everyone facing those tragedies. And in these moments, I think that we have to realize government is made up by us, and we're mm. the people, and. Just do your part, cause watching the government is like watching love and hip hop. That is that really us. true. Um, it's just dramatic. Yeah, yo, didn't you say that earlier? Like this is gonna be some. Uh, oh, she's talking about. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> say more. <laughs> so anyway, what I the reason I also brought it up was because other than that Joe Biden stuff. There was a thing that I was reading, and you know I get into the rabbit holes on all the articles and stuff like that, but they're saying, like, with this whole Maui fire outbreak, wildfire outbreak and everything, there's been an increased case of missing kids. Hmm. Not missing just adults, but missing children specifically. So it's really like, 
What's your suspicion? I just think this is, and this is me, and I, I do have a wild imagination, but I think that sex trafficking is a real thing. Yep. And I feel like they see a disaster happening, and that's when they try to take advantage of a of a situation at hand. I think that's fair. We learned and that during New Orleans. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's going on right now. Like, people are always, oh, wildfire, wildfire, wildfire. But, like, they're not worried about these, like, probably even, I don't even know if they're, like, regular kids just getting taken from families or not. But, like, kids are literally showing up missing. It's, and, it's and like it's, it's a lot going on where it's, like, people are lost. Yeah, like, in the sense of, uh, what, what is yeah. it? In the, in the sense of chaos is the best time to, like, do some... I forgot what the saying is, but like, yeah, like when shit is crazy and shit hits the fan, like that's the perfect time where because everybody's like looking at the shit on the fan, like nobody's looking at what you're doing when you're digging in people's pockets and like robbing them or taking people. Like, mm-hmm. so I thought that was pretty crazy, especially when like everything that everybody is like we were just talking about, everybody worried about Joe and, and Hawaii's fires, but like ain't nobody worried about the missing kids that are showing up. Mm-hmm. Increasingly every day. Also, a lot of the realtors are like trying to go into Hawaii and just buy a bunch of the land. That too. Just so they can, once everything's clear, they can flip it, rebuild, flip, and all. Welcome to capitalism, y'all. And it's like, bro, like it's that's, crazy. This yeah. ain't the time. We, we mentioned that last week. It's like this ain't the time for all that. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all gonna see me not be all like reactive. I'm old. <laughs> not because you've seen it. I've you've seen, seen this yeah. a million times, and you're just like, like, wow, that, that's that's humanity. Like, yeah, and, you've and, and not lost that hope. not that I condone any of it, not that I'm okay with any of it. You just uh, make your peace with what you can do and what you can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said to you, back to my kindergarten rule, right? I really try not to give negativity too much life. You just you just and too much vibrations because uh, it's madness. It is. It is. Yeah. It will drive you crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sex trafficking is really real. And uh, as somebody who's worked for the school department here, one of the trainings we used to do with the principals was to have the police department come in mm-hmm. and actually teach them that the number one recruiting ground for sex trafficking is schools. Mm. And the number one qualifying factor for sex trafficking is poverty. Mm. And so for so many years, we've kind of painted sex trafficking as kind of this abroad issue. Um, but wherever there's poverty, wherever there's vulnerable people, um, you have these kind of things happening. And Hawaii has a big homeless population. Yeah. 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 So um, it's just unfortunate, but it's just it's kind of humanity how they give it up. And that's how I train my students, too, to just know that for everything you're going to be lacking in life, the government will gladly like make a service for it, right? Your, your family can't bring enough food home. Now we got SNAP, right? We got you. Um, you don't know how to act, that's right? Bad. Now we got jails for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there will always be a system built in response to whatever you don't get together. Mm-hmm. So I look at people like whenever you're slacking, you're just making space for new industry. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's wow. a fact. All right. So don't slack, y'all. Don't slack. No more yeah. new industries on our behalf. <laughs> and, we, and we continue to pray for uh, everyone in Hawaii as well. Yeah, so. shout out to all those that originate from Hawaii, that have family there. Um, I know we like to think of those places as like vacation places. And but now, don't go there now. Now we know it's like, and actually don't go there a little bit after either. Don't, exactly. don't feed into those vultures who are there Facts. waiting to make money into it. Um, yeah. You should have been gone if you wanted to go. Yeah, that's like what J. Cole said, right? He said, don't mention the rapper mm-hmm. after he passed, right? That's kind of how it is, too. Don't be having love for Hawaii now, out loud. All your luau's. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna still eat the pizza though. I'm gonna still eat the Hawaiian pizza though. You go ahead with your bad self. I don't think Hawaii even even care about that. Shut up. What are you saying, bro? He doesn't like it on his pizza because he puts half of it in his rum punch. If you weren't here for the mix, <laughs> not me getting fried on Sorry, my day on the show. Sorry, I just had to go the there show. really quick. That's crazy. I'm not a huge You're fan mi- of pineapple, so when you said half a can of pineapple, I was like, <sighs> "Yeah, good, right?" No, I said, but that was the whole. Anyway, we're going to totally ignore the shadow. In but the you did put half a can in my cup. I want to be really clear about that. My drink is fine. I just want to say that <laughs> as I drink more. And Tariq obviously loved it. He's done. <laughs> I'm glad Sada's here today. Oh, my God. You're literally making up for Kayla, like, literally right now. Because really? Kayla, Kayla is the one that, that will Hi, Kayla, it. just the more dark-skinned version. Wow. Um, and a little older. Oh, All right, next topic, next topic. Well, our next topic is right here. Literally. What's going on with you? What's, what's this? Put me on the... Nothing but the rat. So uh, <laughs> I am so excited that you accepted my harassment offer to come <laughs> to the yeah. podcast. Uh, in, the, in the work world, we call voluntold, right? Yeah. Where you ask for a volunteer and then you say who's going to be. <laughs> that I'm like, do you have any guests coming up for your podcast Literally. like me and you were like yeah i think you should be the next one i was like really uh so i love how that man, worked what out su- man what a surprise um but for somebody who doesn't like being outside too too much i gotta be outside this season because uh my poetry series outspoken is turning two years old yup yup Um, And Outspoken was uh, created by me and my co-producer, Juan. Um, Outspoken was a vision of mine to create a safe space where truth matters, words matter, and sharing matters. Mm -hmm. Um, People who know me personally know that I take life kind of (laughs) seriously. Even though I do it with a lot of humor. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted a safe space after deciding to completely divorce the workplace um, and completely divorce subjecting myself to microaggressions every day as a black woman um, and working for myself. I wanted to also create a space where other people could come talk their talk Mm -hmm. um, and do so in a way that they didn't feel like they were being filtered. So up to date, um, Outspoken has been ran out of pocket just to allow people that that I really don't censor my artists. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had poets, we've had music artists, we've had dancers, we've had over 20 different um, acts on our stage. And it's really about community and it's really a really, really dope time. We have Chef Tariq serving food on the regular um, at our shows. And trust me, y'all, fed people are better people. (laughs) That's a fact. So it was absolutely instrumental when we added um, the food component of it all. We usually run out of alchemy before Mm. our two-year anniversary. We are at the Gateway Center which is that new, you know, outside of Roger Williams Park, that new colorful thing that nobody really knows what's going on. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's a whole center, y'all. Like, uh, I said, hood people have been, like, overly trained to mind their business. They won't even try no new stuff. But (laughs) I drive by all the time. That is a space that is totally open to the public. Y'all, please go. It's called the Gateway Center. And they are looking to engage with community. So they opened up their space. And it's kind of nice because it's an outdoor and an indoor space. Yeah. So we're going to have vendors. We're going to have a 
lot of interactive things happening and we are having i'm so excited we are having a poet cipher Nice. Bro, nah, nah, nah. We are having That's a tough. six poet cipher That's and tough. not just like ordinary folk, like people that when they open up their mouth, you have to listen. Mm-hmm. You have to respect. Because they're saying some stuff. They're going to have you thinking for real. That's li- literally like when I'm sitting here just watching the rap battles and stuff like that. Like some of these people, their wordplay is just ridiculous. Yeah. You're like, yo, what? Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I try to make it a balance act of um, three females, three males on our stage. A variation. Poetry is so diverse. Uh, everybody has their own voice. Everybody has kind of their own tone mm-hmm. to it. Um, so we have some really diverse voices coming to the stage. Um, and yours truly will be reciting that day, too. Okay, Tokyo Shan! The show is called A Taste of Culture. Um, and I will be doing my, I will start my series uh, called A Sign of Love. After traveling back from Cape Verde, I felt like it was instrumental that we talk about, um, that we talk about love again. Oh, you was on your eat, pray, love out there. That's all I did out there. I wasn't out there for the shenanigans. I wasn't out there for the gram. I was in there for like a real spiritual revival. That was so, a good movie. You seen that movie? So, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, I went to Cape Verde and totally practiced mindfulness the whole time I was there. Spent a lot of time with my elders. Um, spent a lot of time going back to the place where life started for a lot of people in my family. My great-grandmother, my grandmother. Um, watching the house where my mother and her 11 siblings were born in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so telling those kind of stories of real strength, real resiliency, and real love. And we're going to do it in a really interesting way with photography, with narration. Um, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Nice. Uh, Outspoken is dope. It's one of my recurring events that I do. Um, we've seen some great poets. Um, we've seen some crazy things like Drew said. Me and Nazir <laughs> Naz- being there, Nazir would say something. I'm like, yo, I can't take you here no more because I'm just going to start laughing. So I have to like bend down or something like that. Like, So it's... Listen, it's nah, they're all a, really authentic responses, right? Like you can't we, control your response we, we, to certain things. We've we, we, we be hearing some some things. We be like, hold on now. We Bro, had we a, can't, we, there's we, there's we, been some times where I've been serving food and I literally was like, wait, what? So did hold they just on. Say? <laughs> I I can I say my top three things that I love when it happens on open mic, y'all? Because you can't control open mic. You just open up the mic and that's it. Um, I think my like favorite thing that happened was that we had a poet drive here from Vermont. <laughs> oh snap! He phoned us on Eventbrite, and he does what he calls comedy poetry. Oh. I don't think it's that. Was it Absolutely, he was white, and he had the Jesus <laughs> sandals on, and he was five minutes early to the show. Yes, yes. Oh, man. He was so amazing, though. Like, he was really, like... He was good. He was coming? He, he was, like... Listen, I'm open-minded, right? So, like, he reminded me of, like, a Will Ferrell kind of, like, energy. And mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Um, but I also love... My second favorite thing about open mic is that everybody that wants to come out the closet comes to open mic, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they come, they come tell everybody at the same damn time. And it is hilarious. People be like... Because sometimes they even bring people that they haven't broken the news. <laughs> and then you get to see their faces and their reaction. Genuine, yeah, reaction. And my audience is with the shit, so they support everything. They're like, yeah, do that. <laughs> and I'm just like, my name is Sarah. I don't necessarily 
Coastline, everything happened to God this Literally. thing, but freedom is for everybody. Um, and I think the third thing that happens there in open mic that's truly, truly powerful is when people come to come confess. And so we had a young lady come, bless you, you. and she she waited for open mic at outspoken to finally reveal that she had been violated by her stepfather mm. for a lot of years. And it was a heavy moment until my crowd started acting like they were all from the South side. They was like, we'll beat them up. We got you. We and this little white girl looked like so validated for like the first time in her life, like by the audience. And so outspoken is really like an organic time that like you can't really describe in one way. I would be like totally off the mark if I didn't say like outspoken is a whole vibe because of like everybody that contributes to it. But somebody who helps me make Outspoken so successful is Lady Ruck. Mm -hmm. I want to shout, shout out, out Lady, Lady Ruck. Shout out Lady Ruck. For she Lady is Ruck. such a vibe. She knows how to like catch me. Um, I like to say I'm like a Rubik's Cube, right? Sometimes I need like Funana to get me started. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I might need a little J. Cole. Sometimes I might need a little Damian Marley. Sometimes I might need a little Bon Jovi, right? Like that's mm -hmm. how diverse I am. And she's with me like from beginning to end on the show. Like I just point at her and like I tell her I'm thinking about this. I text her. She's just like on cue for everything. Like nobody can ever imagine how much I stress out that lady in that short amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, but she's so graceful about it. And it's so dope to be a woman and be in a space where another powerful woman is like helping me be on my mountaintop. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so like outspoken is it's one of my favorite things selfishly. And it's a stage that I created that now my children perform on. Oh, and yeah. so like as a parent, I don't think there's like I don't think there's any greater joy yeah. than to see that. And I pay my kids, y'all. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, I want to take it back a little because, like you said in the beginning, you wear a bunch of hats. You mentor. You work at the school. Um, so start from the beginning. Where did you, like, what, what, in, what was your first, like, interest when you are coming up, basically? I've always been super ambitious from young. I've been journaling since I was nine years old, mm -hmm. and I still have those journals up to this day. Um, and I can look back and see that I wrote out exactly who I am today. Um, and not even where I want to be. When I was 10 years old, I remember I was a diehard Kings fan, and Weber and them were playing at the time, and I knew I wanted to own an NBA team. Like, that was going to be my revenge to the world, was to own an NBA team. Um, I want to be an equestrian. That's still a goal of mine, uh, to be a horseback rider. Um, and I think, like, you know, taking the traditional route, I think at URI, uh, my third eye really started opening up to understand what I was going to do and not do. I think you can, well, you kind of knew what you were doing from the beginning as far as food, but um, I went from being a psychology major to an early ed major to finally landing on African-American studies and human development, but still feeling like I don't really know who I am because Rhode Island is tiny mm -hmm. and my family is huge and trying to find your identity within those microcosms can be really, really difficult. And when I went to URI, they sang that God forsaken song to me. 
They said we're Rhode Island born, we're Rhode Island bred, and when we die, we'll be Rhode Island dead. And I was like, oh hell no, <laughs> oh hell no, my family did not come from another country for me to start Rhode and Island. end in Rhode Island. And so um, I escaped to the Virgin Islands, to the University of the Virgin Islands, to Saint Croix. Um, where I really got to, for the first time in my life, live in the majority with other black folk Mm -hmm. and see what that looks like and had so many dope friends from St. Kitts, St. Lucia, from Puerto Rico, from Jamaica. And I really started finding my blackness both as an island girl and as somebody who never fully fit in in my own backyard. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really just started understanding that whatever I needed to do to be around mostly blackness um, was going to be the route that I took in life. So from there, I left and went upstate New York and had a successful professional career up there for 14 years before coming back to Rhode Island. Um, Why and the hell do we all end up in upstate New York at some point? Upstate was dope. <laughs> what I'm not is gonna, up with that? Um, I want to shout out my sister, Ana Paula, uh, who bought me upstate New York because it definitely wasn't my idea. (laughs) (laughs) I was too busy spending time in D.C. and Miami and all of that. So upstate was a far cry from my Mm -hmm. mind. What part part of upstate New York? I was in Albany. Oh, Oh, we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were an hour from us. We were in. And that's the the beginning of upstate because people from Buffalo and Syracuse and stuff don't even consider Albany as upstate. But Mm. I'll tell you the dopest thing about being upstate um, from coming from Virgin Islands and then transitioning back to the U.S. It was really dope to go upstate because in my whole 14 years there, all of my bosses were black and Mm. a majority of the staff in which I worked with were black and a majority of the students in which I serviced were were black. black. Nice. And that's how the, and in the Buffalo area you said in Albany, Albany, in Albany. So shout out to Green Tech High Charter School, which is an all boy high school that okay. I worked at for years um, and really got my wings at. Um, but upstate, upstate has a different culture, um, and there's a lot of dope things happening there. And mm. the sports world is really big up there, which brings a yeah. lot of people there. But like for Black History Month, at what would be like our PPAC. They have a complete step show Mm -hmm. of all the fraternities, sororities of the area and stuff like that. And so you feel blackness different. I worked in the multicultural center at Siena College, established by Harry Belafonte. So there's just there's a really, really strong lineage of like black settlement up there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a vibration you're not ever going to catch in Rhode Island. That's crazy. And the money was right. If I didn't say that. Oh, yeah. Money (laughs) was right. Hell yeah. Um, so what I'm really curious is what gave you the idea to start Outspoken? I came back to Rhode Island uh, to work for the school system. Um, I came back to work for Providence School Department, and it was about the most miserable time of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I kept finding that while Rhode Island needs change, it doesn't want change. And a lot of times you have those ideas and being a youth from Rhode Island and coming back here, I felt like the first people that were stifling me were my elders from my community. Mm-hmm. And so outspoken is kind of my revenge. Like you can't ever suppress a writer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, no, you can't. Uh, Cause they will write shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, started writing as a coping skill and then, Really, really feeling like, where can I say my stuff? Because I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go the Facebook route. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go the social media ranting yeah, route. That shit. I also didn't want to be the crazy lady. Um, something Cape Verdean women do, 
y'all please forgive me for telling on y'all um but something cave Verdian do women do um excellently is complain um and i didn't want to be a master complainer either so i i kept thinking about how can i effectively kind of like file my grievances about the oppression and the discrimination you're trying to get beat up tonight make sure you do not no, quote me bro, later, that okay? shit is hilarious and i'm glad she's right there to hear that bro. no I'm glad that's just self-reflection right um okay woman be like it's like pomori pomori becomes the soundtrack of our life and i didn't want to be that person and so to find a positive way of and i'm always working with students and teaching them about coping skills right mm -hmm. about like how to positively like you know export energy and so i wrote out outspoken kind of like you know what can't nobody give me a gag order i'm gonna talk my talk and so as you should yeah healthy revenge y'all for real healthy revenge, healthy revenge. that's I how like you do that. it yeah somebody piss you off drink a cup of water show them who's boss <laughs> i don't know something like that <laughs> as i sip on the rum punch Oh my God. Yeah, that is hilarious. Um, but I mean, the biggest thing you do is give back to like just you just give back in general, whether it's from kids in, in Albany or in URI or the school system or with outspoken. What what like keeps you going with just giving back to anybody or just letting everyone have that voice? I think it's respecting your journey. Um, my grandmother came to this country not speaking the language, um, and she was widowed right before she came. Mm. Um, and my grandmother has 12 kids. And um, even though we come from a large family and even though coming to America um, reintroduced us to poverty, um, something we always had was community. We never went without. Um, I never f I've never felt hunger pains. Mm. I've never not had things that I've needed to be okay. Um, and that's not because my mother produced it all at all times. It was really because of like community, right? Um, the first time my best friend saw the pot that my grandmother cooks in, she was like, what's your grandmother cook? Children? She was like, that pot is huge, right? <laughs> but just like that, Cape Verdean culture is so abundantly rich that we never just take care of just our own. Mm -hmm. We take care of our neighbors. We take care of each other. And that is, that's African culture. That's village mentality. And so for me, um, being conscious of community is just the first way I know how to respect my own culture and my own makeup. Um, Bob Marley said, when it rains, it doesn't rain on one man's house. And so understanding that and understanding that we're responsible for each other, I think it's something that I've always had embedded in me. I mean, being small and being Cape Verdean, <laughs> you make bidongs from young. And because I was, <laughs> because I was the lighter one weight wise, when I was younger, mm -hmm. I was always nominated to get in and then jump. To like mm -hmm. push the content down so this whole like thought of just um remittance is mm -hmm. what we call yeah. it the cape verdean government actually really relies on immigrants giving to 60 percent of the economy is based on the immigrants giving back to cape Verde. like their economy wouldn't exist without that without that and so it's just like never forget who you are and there's a lot of power in that and there's a lot of favor in that as well too like mm -hmm. i come from a lot of love and wherever I go, I feel protected, right? Mm -hmm. Like whether it's like an ex-student of mine or whether it's somebody I've done work for or anything like that, like I feel really, really abundantly safe mm -hmm. at all times um, because of the energy I've put out. Exactly. You, you 
put out into the world, what you get back from the world, what you put out into the world. Yeah, and when you have kids, you got to be especially mindful of that because it might not just come back to you. And so I'm really, really mindful of that. Yeah. I try to not let people catch me slipping. Us. Can't get caught slipping. Trying. That's a fact. Anyway, <clears throat> I think we should get into our rapid round. Um, right before before we get to that, um, you've traveled the world. Um, you've been to Cape Verde multiple and multiple times, and you're just going to continue to be going. What is something that you've seen out there that's like, why don't we imp- implement that in Rhode Island or just in America itself? Oh, there's so many things. Um, Let me give a really solid example that I think is an easy go-to. On the Day of Women, so the way you validate um, in in history and even in just understanding societies, the way you measure the healthiness of a society is how they treat their children and how they treat their elders. Okay. Right? Um, And that's where I say, like, from Cape Verdean culture, I guess so much. And um, so one of my favorite traditions is that on the International Day of Women in Cape Verde, uh, the Cape Verdean government actually acknowledges all women servant, whether they be police, whether they be um, medical workers and all of that. And they're called up to the government um, palace to be acknowledged by the government that day. And, you know, um, as progressive as America is and as free as we think we are, Um, The devaluing of women is something that is an ongoing rhetoric that Mm -hmm. I have to deal with here that I feel like when I turn to my Cape Verdean side and not to say that Cape Verdeans don't have a ways to go um, as far as relationships go, um, how women are treated is not yet where it needs to be. But on a social level, women are still seen as the backbone and respected as that. So like how they treat women during that day, Mother's Day and all of that um, is just something that I wish like. I wish we didn't have so much like male versus female hatred and like competition in American culture because we really miss out on the opportunity to just thoroughly enjoy each other, mm-hmm. which I think Islanders like definitely got unlocked. That's why people go on vacation and think they're in love and stuff like that because it's something that's actually like cultivated there and mm-hmm. you can feel those vibrations. Yeah. So, yeah. And I would love for like I would love for American men to talk like every like smooth Jamaican song like Gyal, <laughs> Empress like skip the B word. I'm dead. Skip the B word. Budman, yeah, we'll take the Budman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for rapid round? All right, let's do this rapid round. All right, what's so rapid round? Rapid Set round. Set me up for success. We're gonna we're gonna ask you rapid questions. You're gonna answer them rapidly. All right. I was built for this. Go. All right. Because a lot of people mess up and they get into explaining their answer instead no, of just go. being in a rapid round. All right. You ready? Favorite, favorite cocktail? Cosmo. Favorite Cape Verdean dish? Pastel. Damn. Told you I was born. Come on. This. What are you doing? It's rapid round, bro. Favorite place you ever vacationed? Bermuda. Next place you want to vacation? Trinidad. Favorite ice cream flavor? Ice uh, Vanilla always. Who's been the best... Uh, poetry artist you've seen so far? Rudy Roo. Yes, Rudy Roo is nice. Favorite color? Purple or blue. Favorite fruit? Mango. All right. Uh, Nike or Adidas? Uh, none. We don't promote other brands. Distant relatives. Yes! Talk you! Mm! <laughs> Favorite child? Noah or Juju? Wow. Genoa. 
she she just mixed it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, that I create. Okay, best artist you've seen at Outspoken. Said that. Said Ru- Rudy Ru. Oh shit! Um, craziest thing you've ever seen on Outspoken? Fake seizures. Wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know if we can top that. <laughs> Favorite vegetable? God damn! Oh, wow. Spinafre. Uh, favorite seafood dish? Uh, lobster ravioli. Mm. Favorite chef Tariq dish? Macaroni bites. Mm. Um, tacos or burritos? Taco. That's all I got. I got my answer. Right. Told you I was built for this. Burritos or quesadillas? Quesadillas. Yes, sir. All right. I find rice inside of like another flour thing so perverse. <laughs> I do. I'm dead. It's too much. That, that I feel you. I'm I'm gonna still I'm gonna still eat it. <laughs> You're still gonna poop it out every I'm, time I'm too. Still poop. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. They Smooth go like sailing. this. That's how Philly cheesesteaks are too. They bring you to Philly. They go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the best Philly cheesesteak ever. And you have it, and then three hours later, the toilet has it. It's Bro, like, hell yeah. Through you, running through you, mm-hmm. like crazy. To you and through you. All right. Tariq hates Philly. I do. I don't like Philly. I don't. I don't like Philly. I'm not I with to, I'm not with him, y'all. No, no okay. me neither. So I haven't been. And out, he's growing a beard. I'm not with him. I haven't been outside of the airport, but the airport. Have you met Philly people? You shouldn't even say that. Have airport. you met like Beanie Seagull and all the? You should. I love that. Beanie Seagull. Philly Philly makes thoroughbreds. I wouldn't even say that out loud. Philly has meek up there too. Meek the, up there. Philly has been like the is the worst airport in America. You are so young that you're not gonna know this, but Philly is where I am from. Philly still has the worst airport. <laughs> okay, it's the skip from Eve's album. But yeah, don't. Philly, their, their airport is horrible. I want, listen, Philly makes some dope people. My favorite poets from Philly. Shout out Nikki Giovanni. My mentor Mary Kennard. Shout out. Philly makes some real thoroughbreds. Facts. I'm sure the people are and fine. Great beards, y'all. Drew <laughs> 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 on the <this> show. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do another. Oh. Rap. We'll do another rapid questions all around that. Oh my goodness! Don't get shy now, yo. Who has a Who has a better beard, Steve or Tariq? Uh, don't you know? It's not you know, Tar- it's not your Tariq's question, is balanced out because he has hair here and there, so Steve's might stand out more because he's he like has, you know. He's lost. Great. Yeah. So Tariq's. I would, I would give it to my No one's right asking you. His is not longer. Your, it's he not, has the. He has his, the. His, his is longer. It's right not now, your question. So. We're He's trying to gain brownie points with you. Yes, Tariq's. You, you hear go. that, Steve? That's, that's, Tariq's is better. There you go. Like I'm trying to hand you brownie points in here. Yeah, like, but I, I mean I'm I'm okay on that one. All right, like I'm mine's is still growing. Like it takes time. Like so. Hold yeah, on, really so quick before we wrap up though, because I see you have North Carolina. Yes, sir. She's Tar Heels, baby. So I recently heard that the URI song might have been Jack. They said that From the, that the song is we're Tar Heel born, we're Tar Heel bred, and when we die, we Tar Heel dead. Isn't it the same colors? Same too? colors. We got the so, Rams. So, yeah. Somebody yeah. has to figure this out. So, Y'all URI gotta figure this thieves. out. So URI are thieves. Why would you say that? Rhode Island is one of the first 13 colonies, and things here tend to be older. So y'all find out who did it first, all right? Yeah, but North Carolina basketball team is better. The, so. the, this state was originally named what? The, the 
I want to shout out the Duke. Plantations? Both my kids have family oh. members that have bald for Duke. Shout oh, out Duke. Hell no. Oh, hell yeah. No. Duke? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Uh-huh. Duke? Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't make those faces before I invite those family members here to come see you. Chill, fam. Oi, chill, fam. Man, man, you know where I'm at, all right? You know, we at at Drew's crib, all right? Look, we Tar Heel fan, all right? (laughs) He said we at Drew's crib. Cutting that ass, like, you about to get that dressed and everything. This is so good. He didn't say his address. He said we at Drew's crib. We at Drew's crib, all right? Look, like. Come find us at Drew's crib. Y'all know where Aldi at? We at Aldi, all right? Wow, chill. Like, that ass. This is so good. He said, come to Drew's crib. <laughs> I'm dead. But um, that was, I think that was a wonderful session that we had today. And yeah, I, I do that. think that you are the number one contender for the best guest that we've had on the show so far. Thank you. I'm not bullshitting you. I really, really want to come back, though. I want you guys to invite me back for the rapid wanna, round because I got mad rapid round questions. So you want to part two? She just wants to come back just to do rapid round. I just want, I just want to do rapid round. I'm just a whole episode of rapid rounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. And whoever slips up first then has to take like a shot because they're not fast enough. Oh, you're going to have a. So Kayla going to be over here drunk as hell. Shot, shot. Now. (laughs) Nah, Kayla's just going to pull up the laptop, bro. (laughs) Let's stop frying her. She's not even here to defend herself. Hi, Kayla. That's a smart idea. I like that idea. Rapid round is dope. Y'all got something there. Go to the mall. Yeah, rapid round. Y'all hear that rapid round coming on the road soon. You guys should come now, spoken and do rapid around there with the guest. Just go around and do it. No, just have a little station. Sit down. People can sit down for rapid around. Podcast. All right, we gonna call some people. We gonna do rapid round. I'll do that as Come here. Do the MC thing that I did at the thing. Just you. It should be a segment like right after, like the like the person walks off, three just runs in. Uh, you, what's your favorite? Uh, nah, you know what they should do? You, you ever watch, like, um, after divorce court and everything, and, like, after they're done, <laughs> they come out and do the quick review, the talk to them on the court. mic? <laughs> Yo, that, oh, that's what we should that do. Is, that is one of the most disrespectful processes that, uh, ever. So Not for the winner, like, right? The winner's <laughs> always happy for it. So why do you feel like you lost the case today? They'd be mad so as what hell, happened? bro. Yo. You know when they lose the case and they know they should have lost and then they get all humble and nice like I'm gonna call her later anyways we good yeah we good I'm we good her house later I still got love for her you know you know she's still the mother of my child <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead but all right everybody that was our wonderful show for the day so I, thank you if I can please just, just shameless plug follow us on we, Instagram outspoken no I'm, I'm I'm doing rapid. Y'all took me off a rapid round. Oh now I'm rapidly moving through this. Sorry, y'all. Sano, where can they find you at? Jesus, I'm sorry. Go I take those jobs. She over here skipping I will parts. not give you my address like Tariq gave you <laughs> Drew's address. I didn't give the address. You can find me on Instagram, OutspokenPVD. Um, the show again is September 30th at Gateway Center, Roger Williams Park. I look forward to seeing a lot of faces that I know and a lot of new faces. Yep. I like that. Um, you can find Tariq. Where can they find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me at Red Lounge Saturday, Friday and Saturday, six to ten, uh, and a cornhole tournament Sunday, three to eight, I believe, or Ooh, three eight to three that, to nine. That's but fun. Look, yeah. If you if you if you wanna, it's a cash prize. So if you wanna come in, win some money or some cornhole, let us know. Uh, there's still a few spots available as well. How so. much is it to enter? Uh, it's $100 per team. 
it's two people on a team, but first place gets like five hundred dollars. So cornhole is intense. Mm-hmm. You, I find out cornhole is a new bingo. Some, <laughs> nah, for real. Uh-huh. Though, but there's some dirty people out here that cornhole. Are crazy they love nasty cornhole, cornhole. So I'm like, hey, we need to bring kickball tournaments back, back. We need to make that a thing again. Oh, they see, they see the shirt. You already know, you know what it is. You know, so, softball. Wait, what about, what softball about? winners? I want to you show the, my shirt. You got the merch on. You I got, a, I got a shirt. I got, you got a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Nas, don't you zoom that thing in. No, I just got okay, I was, about, I was about to say. You took this picture today. Uh uh-uh. uh. I've worn this shirt before. This is all you're finding out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be at Red Lounge this weekend. Friday, Saturday, 6 to 10 p.m. Sunday, 3 to 8. Cornhorn Tournament. Uh, DJ BM2 is there. And then mixing up with Shatariq. Ross Roots is on this week. So, you know, it's going to be a good vibe. Ross uh, Roots. Definitely. Uh, ShatariqCompany.com. That's my website. Shatariq.co uh, on Instagram and TikTok. Shatariq401. Also, if you see the big red Ford driving around and you see them magnets with my beautiful face on the side of it take a pictures you know scan the barcode on it you know what i'm saying that's what, leave that's his what, license plate out of it y'all be classy yeah, do just, nah, just scan that too just, just scan the list <laughs> just scan the barcode why would you do that i didn't put your address out there okay <laughs> um, it's the rum punch yeah it talking. is uh, this one's giving it, uh, addresses and stuff. i didn't give out your address i just oh, said right by the aldi's I said, I said, you know where aldi is i this point there is more than one aldi's there's a lot of aldi's all right they didn't know um uh, the Mixing Pop podcast on Instagram and TikTok, MXNG, Pop, uh, Pop Pod, um, Twitch, Shatariq underscore CO22, YouTube, Shatariq, uh, then Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Mixing Pop Podcast. Make sure you guys follow us, like, subscribe, share, get all that good stuff. And then also follow Kayla, Zoe underscore Kayla, and Liquid Gold. Uh, Kayla, get better. Um, but yeah, that's everything for all of us. Kayla, get better. What? Thank you. She's She's going to be on the next show. Yeah, guess she's sick right now. When she come back, when she feel healthy, she'll be back. That's next week. Anyway, feel better. Kayla, when I see you, I'm gonna black on you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you can find me on IG at I love you Drew. I underscore love you Drew. Um, Upcoming projects, upcoming photo shoots. Uh, I even got a photo shoot photo shoot in the works with shout shout over here we're gonna do our little um what was the theme called shoddy uh, no place like home no right like home. yeah Aww. so that's coming up upcoming i do have a photo shoot coming up with um kayla september 2nd too and yeah let's just yeah we got we got a lot of stuff Bro, when I don't shave, you you call me a caveman. When I shave, I look naked. Like, what what do you want from me, bro? And afraid. And afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you can find me on IG at Second Human. Huh? Yes, that too. And um, yeah, but also you can find me every Sunday on the Chef Tariq show, recording the show. And you can also find me here with my lovely co-host, Chef Tariq and <laughs> Chef Kayla on the Mixing Pot Podcast. And you can catch Drew at Red Lounge Saturday, 6 to 10, all right? Because he's going to be in the whoa, building. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah, you did say Saturday. You did say Saturday. My fault, my fault. 
what are you talking about? I did show up. You just weren't there. So you were the L mans that yeah. night. Tell him, Tariq. He came at nine o'clock that Sunday when we were, I was already cleaning. And I told you I would show up. And what did I do? Show up. Yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you can find us all here on the, the Mixing Pop podcast because, like, what other podcasts are you wasting your time to? Like, don't waste your time. Listen to the Mixing Pop podcast. Do something with your life. <laughs> anyway, but also remember to always pass on optimism because that's, that's the message of the show today. Optimism. Pass it on. Right? If you can't be peaceful, be quiet. Exactly. Tariq, your wisdom? All right, everybody, and that's the show. <laughs> He's going to wait till next birthday for wisdom. For <laughs> All right. Um, that's it. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next Wednesday.